Okay, good evening everyone. We're going to talk tonight, Bez Hashem, about the Talmud Rabbi Akiva. And I'm hoping at the end a little bit to Shteltzu, a couple of Zichroinus that I have of Rav Grumer, Zichroinu Lebracha, Rabbi Sochaim Yehuda, Mirena Rabbi Sochaim Yehuda, Ben Rebitzak Yaakov. Um, in our house, many houses, we called him the Rav. I remember when my daughter was younger, I was going out, I told my wife, I have to go to the Rav. So my daughter turns to me and says, I thought you're the Rav. So I said, no, even a Rav has to have a Rav. So she thought for a few moments and she goes, so who's the Rav's Rav? So I remember I went to Rav Groomer, I told him this and he was laughing. So let's talk about the Tamid Rabbi Akiva and how it applies to us. Chazal tell us, we know the Gemara, and Mesech to Yavamis, Midrashim as well, Samach Beis, Amid Beis, and Yavamis, Rabbi Akiva, 24,000 Talmidim, or 12,000 pairs of Talmidim, and they all died between Pesach and Shavuos. And the Gemara says that the world was desolate from Tyra until Rabbi Akiva came to Rabbi Yisav Shevedarim And he taught, it's a machlaikis, how many Talmidim, the Gemara in Yuvama says, five Talmidim, Rameir, Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Yisav, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Lazim, and Shamua. The Medrash in Kehelis Rabbah says, Rabbi Nechemia also. The Midrashim embraces Rabba. Some say seven Talmidim, but it wasn't twenty-four thousand. That's for sure. And at Shalei Noagu Kavid they didn't have the proper kavod for each other, and that's when they died between Pesach and Shavuos. We had a shear um, earlier, a few weeks ago, where we talked about that it's a time of er, is a time of refuah. Between Pesach and Shavuos, and the Chassam Seifer says it means Dafka Iyar, is a time of refuah. And the Gemara says if you take any refuahs during this time, it's it's there's a certain schoola that it works better. And that is why the Mefarshim explain, maybe the Marsha, that they died in this period. So no one should think it was a natural death, because this is a time when people are healthy. And therefore, if they're dying, and so many of them are dying, people would understand that it was an Einish Minashamayim. So, the truth is, there's many different Mepharshim try to understand they didn't honor each other properly. Why is that a chi of Misa? We don't find anywhere in the Torah that a person who doesn't treat his friend properly is chai of Misa. So why is it that the Tamide Rebbe Akiva seem to have been punished with a chi of Misa? And the Mepharshim explained Rabbaran Kala Zechrayin Levracha, Mishnah Sarbaran talks about this. And I saw Yubadu Mechaim Lechaim, Rabbasha Weiss, in Minchas Asher, in last week's Parsha, Parsha's Kedoshim, talks about it as well. And the way Rabbaran Kotler says it is that these 24,000 Talmidim were supposed to be in the Shalshelas Hamisaira. They were supposed to be bar- part of those who are Moiser Teirah Teklal Yisrael. There's a certain chain, there's a certain shalshelis of those, there's certain people who have the power to give over Torah to Kla Yisrael. And Rabbi Akiva was giving it over to his 24,000 Talmidim who were supposed to be part of that Messiah. But to be part of that shalshelis HaMessayra, a person has to be in other Mashalim. They have to be Tzadikim on the highest levels. And if they were lacking Kavin and Benadam Lachaveiroi, it's true, it's not a chi of Misa. However, they're no longer Roy to be the part of the Shalshelis HaMesaira. They're no longer Roy to be part of the Messiah of Kla Yisrael. If that's true, if their Tafkid in this world was to be from the Shalshelis HaMesaira, says Rabbi Weiss. And now they no longer have their tafkid. They cannot fulfill it. They didn't live up to their purpose in life. So then they have to be moved to the side for others to take over. 
and not just move to the side if that was their purpose and they failed. So then they're taken from this world. They don't have any more tafkid in this world. And instead, Rabbi Akiva went and found five or seven, whatever the number it is, is of new Talmidim, who are the Messiah of Kala Yisrael. And the truth is, we've mentioned this other times, Roiv Teirisha Balpeh, that we have today, is from the Torah of Talmidei Rabbi Akiva. Stam Mishnah is Rabbi Meir, one of his Talmidim. Stam Sifra is Rabbi Yehuda. Stam Sifri is Rabbi Shimon. Stam Teisefta is Rabbi Nechemia, like we said the Major says. Vekulu Aliba de Rabbi Akiva, they're all going in Rabbi Akiva Shita. So in our Stam Mishnayis, um, Sifra, Sifri, Teisefta, this is our Teirish Abal Peh. This is our Teirish Abal Peh. In our Teirish Abal Peh, it's all from the Talmidei Rabbi Akiva, who were part of that Shalshelis HaMesayra. And you may recall, Purim time we spoke about, we've spoken about numerous times, that from the Kimu Vikiblu, there was such a Ha'ara, Mi'avas Hanes, Kla Yisrael's Mekabal the Teirah, HaKadosh Baruch Hu reciprocated with a Shefa of Teirish Abal Peh. And all of our Shas, Mishnayis, Talmud Bavli, all of that was um, was a was was a result of that hashpa of Teresh Abalpeh that came to Kla Yisrael after Purim. So we were not just in the Shalshelis Hamasaira, the Talmidei Rebbe Akiva. They were in the Tkufa where the entire Teresh Abalpeh was being sent down to this world, seeing sent down to this world in Etziv. In 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 Hamakdavar in a few places talks about this, talks about that the first that the in the first base Hamigdash Tereshabal Peh was pretty shvach. Tereshabal Peh only came flourishing after the Kimu Vikiblu. It's Mavur, Rav Revda and Kimu Vikiblu and his sefer has an arichas about this from the Leshem, from the Ichalos, all the Sifrei Kabbalah talk about this, and therefore in this time it's even a greater tviya. And the Talmidei Rabbi Akiva for not being Noyeh Kavit Zelazet and not living up to being from the Shalshelis Hamasaira. And Rav Asher Weiss brings, he says, if you, the, the truth is, the Medrash says, the Medrash says, um, the Medrash says in, 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 in Bereshis and in Kehelas, the Rabbi Akiva told these new Talmidim, he said, listen, you shouldn't be like my other Talmidim. Don't make the same mistake. You have to fix that. If you're going to be the replacement, you have to make sure not to be like that, like them. And Rav Asher Weiss has a, a paragraph here where he goes through each and every one of the Talmidim Rabbi Akiva that are listed here in the Gemara in Masechti of Amis and different Mamorim that they said throughout Shas that have to do with being to a person's friend, to to show that this is what they stress. Remember, Rabbi Kiva was and he was also you have to give covet to Tamid Chachamim. You have to have an Adam Could be that's why it was a bigger Tvi on his Tamidim. Unless maybe he was Mechadish all that afterwards. We don't know the timeline exactly. But his Tamidim also lived up to that. Reb Meir would say, Yisrael, according to the Medrash Tanchuma. Reb Meir would say, Reb Yehuda would say, also, The first one is Kalamivarech. Here it's Kalamikabel by Reb Yehuda. Reb Yehuda ben Chalafta was also a Talmud. And he says, I never, if someone asked me to do something, I always did it. Um, he also said that even if your friend teaches you one thing, he's your Rebbe. Gemara Bava Metziah. Reb Shimon would say, Reb Nechemia said, Bavoyin Sinas Chinam, Meriva, so we see that Rabbi Akiva gave a warning to these Talmidim to make, not make the same mistake. 
And it seems from all these Mamari Chazal, the Taka in their lives, they highlighted not just the godless in Torah, but in the Ben Adam L'chaveroi. The Ben Adam L'chaveroi, that the first set of Talmidim, the first 24,000 Talmidim, were lacking in the, um, the second set of Talmidim were Matzliach, and they were Matzliach to be from the Moisrei HaTayra. Now that's the Loshen HaGemara Mesech Diyavamus. The Loshen of the Medrash in Koyheles Rabbah and the Loshen HaMedrash in Beishis Rabbah is a little different. Over there it says, Hoisa Eneyem Tzara Batayra Zeloze. The Loshen of the Medrash is, I'm sorry, Hoisa Eneyem Tzara Elo Be'elu. So, they had an ayin ra'a. It's Mavur and Abbas Rab like that. When they looked at their friends, there was a stinginess. Eneyem tzara elu ba'elu. doesn't say exactly what that means, a stinginess, one to the other, in Taira. But the Yafei Tayar over there in the Medrash says, They didn't want to help each other out. They didn't want to help each other out when it came to limad ha and says the Medrash, like we said, Rabbi Akiva told his Talmidim the next set, my first, he calls them my sons, Bonai Harishainim, my first set of children. They died because a Neyem Tzara Elu Elu. Make sure you're not like that. And the Yafet Ha'er explains, the later Talmidim who helped each other out in learning, Maluas Kalerit Yisrael Batera. They filled up the entire Eretz Yisrael Batayra. So according to this Medrash, there was a certain stinginess that they had, an ayin raw when it came to the other person's Tyra. They didn't want to benefit. They didn't want to help each other. There was a jealousy. Many of the Midrashim, it's based on the Avis Dereb that talks about in Perak Tazayin, an ayin raw. It says, what's an ayin ra? You shouldn't have an ayin ra b'mishnosai shel chaveroi. You shouldn't have a bad eye in your friend's learning. And the Mepharshim all explained there, it has to do with akina ataiva v'akava in maitzian esadam in oilam. Ayin ra is kina. It's a jealousy. It's a jealousy of someone's hatzlacha, the Mepharshim explained. There's a kinas soifrim. You're jealous of someone's chachma. That means it's going to cause you to become greater, but you don't want them to have less. But there's a certain kinna jealousy that you want someone to have less. You don't want them to be the one to be matzliach. If someone is, is says a chiddish, it bothers you. Why didn't you say the chiddish? You're not happy for them. Like the like the Yafei Tayyar says, they didn't want to help each other. They didn't want to help each other. The Gemara, the officer of Nathan says, Maisa, there was a story that someone, one Talmud was Sarah Be'ene Chaveray, he was jealous of the other one, and he died from it. And the, um, the Mepharshim explained that perhaps, perhaps, that was one of the Talmud de Rebbe Akiva. In fact, Rebbe Baruch Finkel quotes of Gemara and Menachis. The Gemara and Menachis says, the Rebbe had a question, over there was Negea to to, 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 to to Chadash, what's the difference between before the Oimer and before the Shtei Alechem, and um, Rabbi Yehuda Bar Nechemya said, Pshat, the difference between before the Oimer and before the Shtei Alechem. Negea over there in Hilchus Kachin. So the Gemara says, there Shasek Reb Tarfin. So Reb Tarfin's Pshat was slugged up. So he was quiet. Rabbi Yudah ben Yechemia's face was shining. So Amr le Rabbi Akiva, Yehuda, Tzavu panecha shishavta zakein, what you're excited that you shlugged up the Rabbi, the zakein, Rabbi Tarfin, Tmahaniim tarach yomim. I don't know if you're going to live long. Amr Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Loi, Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Loi says, Oisei haperek prois hapesach haya. It was between Pesach and Shavuos when this happened. And when I went Shavuos time up to where they were, I asked, is Yehuda ben Nechemia still around? Where is he? And they said, Nifter v'halachloi. He was already Nifter. So Beli Baruch says, we don't, have, we don't know for sure, but it's the Gemara stressing 
that it was Prais HaPesach. What's the difference when the time was? He says it's possible that this Talmud was one of those Talmidim. One of those Talmidim Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva admonished him. He was that Talmud, Shemesu B'Perekzeh. Why? Because Eneim Tzara Elu Leilu. He slugged him up. He slugged him up. He had this extra Simcha. He slugged him up. Not a Simcha because Torah became clear. A simcha that he slugged somebody up and he didn't have an answer. I had a better teretz. That's not what Klai Yisrael is all about. That's not what Atzlocha in Torah is all about. That's not what Atzlocha in Torah is all about. And that's why the Medrash says, we quoted before, Ma'isa Be'echad, that was Einei Tzara B'Mishnasa Shechavere Niskatz Ruchayev, the Lashon of the Ovis, Dereb Nasan is. His life was shortened and he died. What's the Midah Kenega Midah, all the Mepharshim say? He wanted someone's Torah to be minimized and shortened. When you're Einite Tzara, stingy, you're jealous, you won't want him to have a lot, you want to have more. That, Midah Kenega Midah, Chas V'Shalom, you want his Torah minimized? The person's life is going to be shortened and minimized. Adarabba, we have to have an Ayin Toiva, an Ayin Toiva towards Torah. Torah, is something that we all share together. And through asking and answering and saying pshatim, we all have a chalik in Torah. I remember the Gemara Psachim talks about Shimonam Suni Hayadirish Kal Essen Shabbat Torah. He would darshan every S in the Torah. And, and when he got to us, Hashem Lekechatira Pirish. He was Chaiser. Because he couldn't be marba anything that you could equate with fearing Hashem. Ad Shabbat Rabbi Akiva, to Rabbi Akiva came along and he taught us Hashem Alekechatira, the Rabbis Tamidi Chachamim. The Rabbis Tamidi Chachamim. Again, some say that Rabbi Akiva was Mechadish this after his Tamidim were Nifter. As Hashem Alekechatira, it's so Chamur not be Mechabit Tamidi Chachamim that when his Tamidim were not Mechabit each other as Tamidi Chachamim, so they were Nifter. So then he was Mechadish the Apshat. But Shimon Amsuni was afraid to do it. He didn't want to be Mechadish Tepshat. So could you imagine a whole lifelong um, avoida of every S in the Torah. Count how many S's there are. I'm a Balkaire. We have other Balekriya. Right? There's a lot of S's in the Torah. Everyone he had a drasha what it's Marba. If you get to one that you don't have a drasha for... That shows you that maybe all the rest aren't extra either. Maybe you can't make a drasha. See, he was pirish. That's it. He took his whole cipher and he put it in Seamus. It's over. Just like this one's not a drasha, none of them are a drasha. And there's a Lashon Rashiya there, I don't have it in front of me, the Gemara Msachim, that he says, just like I was, he, the Gemara says, he was just like he was Mikabal Schar al Hajrisha, I'm going to be Mikabal Schar al Aprisha. So there's a Psadik and Rashi there. And the Kishem, what's the Kishem? I remember hearing from Rabasha Stark. I learned in the Mary Shiva Psachim in his Shir. And he said, and if, if you ever heard him say a Shir, it's Mamish like Mesuki uh, Midvash, the way he talks with such a, such a sweetness and, and, and such an emiskite coming from him, a person who, who loves Tyra. And he said, very simply, he said, What's the purpose of Limar HaTayra? The purpose of Limerat Torah is to come to the Emes. So he says, what does it mean? The same way I'm going to get schar for darshaning, I'm going to get schar for not darshaning? You want to tell me I'll get schar for not darshaning, but it's the exact same schar as if I darshaned? How could that be? So Ravasha said, no. If the whole point of come is Torah to come to the MS, sometimes you come to the MS through darshaning, sometimes you come to through the MS through being Pirish from not darshaning. But if your matar is to come to the MS, you're going to get schar, the same exact schar. Because the purpose is to get to the MS. That's the purpose. So if Reb Tarfun was Shosak, because that's the MS, and if Reb Yehuda ben Nechemio was Besimcha, that we got to the MS, and Reb Tarfun would have been Besimcha too, if he got to the MS. But when Reb Yehuda ben Nechemio, Tzoavu Panov, they were, they, they were able to see that it wasn't because now Torah became clear. Adarabah, it was because he felt, ah, 
Ayichaptemoi. So I said the word. That's a name Tzoro. I don't want him to be the Baldover. It's not the Pshat that together we came to the MS through my Drisha and his Prisha. His Prisha means he doesn't know. My Drisha means I know. That's a very serious thing. That's a very serious thing. And therefore, Chas because he wanted it to be minimized. So, Niskatsri Yomov, says the Medrash. Niskatsri Yomov. So, Beli Baruch points out a very interesting thing. And he says, the Gemara tells us that which Misa did they die from? Tamidi Rabbi Kiva died from Askara. Askara is like a throat ailment that the person can't breathe and chokes. And we just had it not long ago in, in, in the Gemara's in Shabbos. Gemara's in Shabbos and Mamalikin over there. So over there the Gemara says Askara comes either for Lashon Hara or for Bittal Taira. So Lechaira, why did Tamidi Rabbi Kiva die from Askara? So the Mashon Yavame says must be they had also also the Avera of Lashon Hara. But it doesn't fit so good into the Gemara. Leinoagu Kavitz Elazeh means they did Lashon Hara. It's like a shtickle, a jump to go so far and say a lack of Kavit means that they were saying Lashon Hara. So Rebeli Baruch is bothered. Lechaira must be for Bittal Taira. So Leinoagu Kavitz Elazeh or Eneim Tzara is that bittel taira? And the answer is yes. It is a bittel of taira. It's a chisarin in taira. If it's the leinoagu kavod zelazeh, it's a bit of a bigger chiddush. Because a person who wants to shtag in taira, taira only comes to a person who's a shalim b'midais. A person's atzlacha in taira. Taira's not a... a, a uh, a different type of chachma. It's not a, a mathematician. It's not a doctor. It's not a lawyer. A person can learn what his what his business is. He can learn this chachma, but and it makes no difference how he is in interpersonal relationships. It doesn't make a difference what for a man she is. He could be the biggest mushchusam and novel. He could also be a great chacham. He could be a great chacham. The Maisa, they bring down, all the, the, the Svarim bring down with Aristotle. Aristotle, the great Chacham of the Umas Ha'ilam. One time one of his Talmidim, one of his students, walked in on him with a Zaina doing terrible Averis Mamish, like the lowest of the low. And it, the student, a Mamish, couldn't, couldn't, couldn't be Saival such a thing. The Rebbe, this is how the Rebbe is acting, the great Chacham. It's not a steer of an eobah. I could be the biggest chacham and I could be the lowest mushkas of an animal. Taira is not like that. Taira needs a kli. Taira needs a person who has midas taivais. All the midrashim talk about that. That's why there's mem ches dvarim shat taira niknis bahem. Many of them have to do with ben adam lechaveroi. They have to do not only with working on a person's self, but also ben adam lechaveroi. What do I have to work on myself to be a midas? If I'm a smart guy, I'll learn Taira. No, Memchas Dvarim Shatayr Niknas Bahem. Taira needs Midas Taivais. Taira needs a Kali for it to be Yoshevin. And if a person he doesn't have Ben Adam Lechaveirai, and Kal Shikain, if a person is Einoit Tzara, Betairasish Lechaveirai, Chas Vishalom, a person is stingy in someone else's Taira. Taira is not going to want to stay by that person. Taira is going to want to stay by a person who doesn't want Taira to be Nisrab in the world. He wants to be the owner of the Taira. He wants to be the one who's been the Mechadesh Taira. Nobody else, excluding everybody else. That's a Chisaran in Taira. That is Bittal Taira. It's a Bittal of Taira. We think Bittal Taira is when you don't learn. No, Bittal Taira means a person could be learning and still be Mavatal Taira. If a person doesn't work on his Midas Taivais, if a person doesn't work on being a Kali to be Mechabalist Ataira, we see from here the Rachmana Litzlan, it's Bittal Taira. They were Mavatal Taira. They learned a lot of Taira. But the Bittal Taira brought about brought about the Askara. And that's and that's something that we have to remember. We have to remember as we're coming to Kabbalah Satayra, we have to become receptacles for Kabbalah Satayra. Not wasting the time of the Torah. Not wasting the potential of the Torah. 
we have to become Bali Midas Taivais. Through learning Taira, you become a Bal Midas Taivais. But you have to let it have an effect on you. You have to let it that it's going to to become a part of you. We have to work on ourselves, that the Torah should become a part of us. We should have Midas Taivais. We shouldn't be jealous of someone else's Torah. Because if you have true Avas Torah, you just want more Torah in the world. That's all, that's all you want. And I want to share with you a beautiful Marsha in Masechta Ma'id Katan. I heard this from our Brevda numerous times. The Gemara in Hey in my Katan says a story. Gemara is going on a Pasuk in Tehillim, the end of Kapitel Nun, Visam Derech Arenu Kim. Gemara Darshan is the Pasuk. Gemara says it was a story. Rabbi Yanei have a Leahu Talmida the Chalyoima have a Makshalei. Rabbi Yanei had a Talmud every day. Used to hack in the Shir. Used to ask questions in the Shir. B'Shabsa the Rigla Lo Yavi Makshalei. But the Shabbos of the Regal, what was the Shabbos of the Regal? It was like the Shabbos Agaladrasha or the Shabbos Shuvadrasha, that all of the people of the town or the area would come to hear the Drasha. So on that Shabbos, Lehavi Makshale, he wouldn't ask any questions. So the Kari Alei, Sir Yannick, said on him, Visam Derech Arenu Shalikim. So Rashi says, Why did he not ask questions? Rashi says, because since there was a big oilam there, he was afraid that if he asks his Rebbe, Rabbiane questions, maybe Rabbiane won't have a teretz. And he might be a shtickle embarrassed. Because there's a whole big oilam here. And he got slugged up in the middle of the shear by his Talmud. So the Talmud said, when we're on our own, it's just a Talmudim. So he's not embarrassed. That's part of the whole, the whole uh, excitement of a shear. But the regular Hamoinam doesn't always understand that doesn't always understand that. And if so, if he doesn't always understand it, so perhaps the Rebbe will be embarrassed. So he didn't ask any questions. So Kari Alei Rebbe said on him the Pasuk Vesam Derech. So the Gemara says, don't read it as Vesam, as a lotion of placement. Read it as Visham, like you estimate and evaluate. You evaluate, says the Medrash, says Rashi, Shemechashiv Bishois. He made a Cheshbin. When's a good time to ask and when's not a good time to ask? Person has to know his place. Not every time is the right time that you hack around and ask questions. Sometimes yes, sometimes not. So Rabbi this Talmud, he was looking out for his Rebbe's covered. So Mamela, he, he didn't ask any questions and he called on him this Lashon of his son Derech. Myridika Marsha over here. Myridika Marsha. Zakta Marsha. He doesn't like Rashi's Pshat. He says, Rashi's Pshat is Dochuk. Rashi's Pshat is Dochuk, and he doesn't like the Mashmais of the Pasuk pasuk that way. And he says like this. He says a different Pshat. He says, um, He says like this. He says that every day when they, the Rebbeana used to give a shear to the Lamedim, it was a Lamedish shear. A Lamedish shear. And in a Lamedish shear, there's questions and there's answers and there's steers and there's fighting going on. So Mamela, the Talmud, every day was hacking and questions on the shear because of very high level shear. But on the Shabbos of the Rigla, Rabbiani didn't give a Shabbos Hagaldadrasha that nobody could understand. He wanted to speak to the Hamaynam. To speak to the Hamaynam. So when he spoke to the Hamaynam, he said, Dvarm Shutim. He said much more simple things that everybody should be able to stand, to understand. And that day, the Talmud had no questions. They were Dvarm Shutim. So he had nothing to ask. Imamish had nothing to ask. So, Zokt, Zokt, um, Zokt the Marsha. So, Lechairah, if he has Mamish nothing to ask, why did he even come to the Shir? If it's so Pashat what's going on, if the Rebbe is teaching such Pashat stuff, he had Mamish nothing to ask on it, so why did he come to the Shir? So, Zokt Marsha, he didn't have to come, but he came anyways. Why? Because Visham Derech, 
he estimated the schar of halichas haderech mi beisay the beis hamedrash. He was mechashiv the schar of walking to the beis hamedrash, and could be the pshat is. That is not just the schar of going to the base Hamedrash. It was going to the base Hamedrash and showing covered for the Torah of his Rebbe. Could you imagine if the Talmud, if all of the the city comes to the Shir, but the Talmudim don't show up? The Talmudim don't show up. They don't show. The Rebbe's giving a Shir and they don't show up. So he came anyways, and he said to himself, "What am I going to gain by the Shir? I'm going to get schar halicha. At least I got schar halicha to go." Visham derech. I'm making a cheshbin in my in my in my in my steps. Zok to Gemara. What's the end of the pasuk? Arenu shalikim. Hashem says, "I'm going to show you something." Zok to Gemara. An unbelievable thing. Discharayhu. What was his char? Darenu bidavar chidush shalikim. I'm going to show him a chidush in Hashem's Torah. Dahainu b'siyata dishmaya. He says, "I'm going to give a special siyata dishmaya." Even though according to normal intellect of people, the Rabbi was saying, no chidushim, simple things. However, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave a special siyata dishmaya that he showed him b'siyata dishmaya niflois mitayrasai. All of a sudden, the Rebbe said something Pashit in, in, in the Talmud's mind. Fourteen things started clicking together, and Imamish had a Zachidush in Torah that he never had before. What was he bolitar? Because he came to the Shir to show covet to his Rebbe, thinking to himself, the most I'm getting out of it is Schar Halicha. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, if you're going to go sit there by the Rebbe Shir, and you're going to show Hashivas for my Torah, and for my Rabbonim, and for my Tamid Chachamim, you never lose. You're going to have such Chidushe Torah that start getting downloaded straight into your mind. With a, he says, He'll see such Chidushim. And you'll say, the Rebbe said nothing. He said, no Chidushim. But him in his mind, you know how it is. All of a sudden, you, you hear something and it clicks and it reminds you of something else. And before you know it, your main in you say, how did, how did I ever get here? And you try to trace back, oh, because someone said this, I ended up here. That's what happened with him. The Rebbe said, a shtickle pashat of art, a chumash vart, a pashat of halacha. And before the Talmud knew what was going on, all of a sudden, he walks out of there with major Chidushe Torah, that just came to his head as schar for being there at the shear. And I think, according to the Mahalach that we're saying over here, it's mamish beautiful. Because if a person is chas v'shalem, a person doesn't appreciate Hashem's Torah. You want it to be your Torah. I don't want to forgive somebody else's Torah. I want to say the Chiddush. I want to say the Chiddush. I want, I want to be able to be the one who everyone says, ah, what a mer I don't want him to say it. So we say, it's a terrible thing. It's bitl Torah. takes away from the Torah. The Torah doesn't want to be a part of that person. But if a person shows chashivas for the Torah, so much so that even Dvarim Pshutim, he wants to show everyone and himself and his Rebbe the chashivas, even Dvarim Pshutim, our Torah. The Rabbeinu Shalom only makes it that there's a ribuy of Torah. From Dvarim Pshutim becomes a ribuy of Torah. From showing chashivas to Torah becomes a ribuy, a ribuy of Torah. A ribuy of Torah. And I want to say... It's again. It's it's. We mentioned last week. It's not a time of espedim. It's already a month before Shavuos. Might be considered chacham befanav. It's not a time of espedim on Rav Grumer's Zechrayna Levracha. And uh, again, the, sh- the Shemesh Shabbos tomorrow night is having divrei zikaron. I didn't make a hespid tonight. It's not a hespid, and it's not even divrei zikaron for, for for Rav Grumer. We'll have to come to that at a different time in in the right time. But I was just thinking, he was nifter in this time. He was nifter in the Yimei HaSvira. Mamish Amparshas Kedoshim of Ahavta Lerecha Kamoicha of Rabbi Kiva Zekla Galda In the time of this Avelis that we have for the Talmud of Rabbi Akiva. In the time of the Memches Kinyanim of the Teteras Niknis Bohem. He was a person, for those who knew him, had the schus to know him, 
that he was a person who was not only a massive Talmud Chacham, but he had such midas, taivas. He had a smile. He forgined everybody. He wasn't out to be the one to say things. Ad He kept quiet most of the times. I was by Rabbanim's meetings with him. He sat there. He sat there. If he was asked for his daya, he would say his daya. Most of the times he said nothing. He came because, first of all, he was the head of the Vada Rabbanim. But he also came because he wanted to show chashivas for the Rabbanim. And I know that for a fact. Why? Because Besaif Yamav, I'll tell you, I drove him to the meetings very often. After he stopped driving, um, after he stopped driving, so I took him to the meetings, I took him to, to, to different places that he had to go, in the get to, to, to different things, I took him. And I can't tell you how many times that he gets into the car after an hour and a half, sometimes longer meeting, and he says to me, you know, I couldn't hear very well. What did they say by the meeting? And he had sat there for an hour and a half, you know, looking around, nodding his head. Now, if it was something that he was mamish to ask an opinion on, so then you talk loud enough, he said the opinion. But he wasn't able to, at that point, he didn't even have hearing aids yet. He, he, you know, when there's, if a person's chas v'shalom, it's not hard of hearing, especially when there's a lot of noise and voices going around, he can't process it. And a lot of times, Yipasha didn't know what was going on. And he sat there for an hour and a half. What did he come for? What did he come for? I could have given him the recap afterwards. What did he come for? Because it was a chashivas. A chashivas for the Tamid Chacham, for the Rabbanim of Shtat, that he was being mechabit. He was being mechabit. This was a man, like you heard by the Levaya, Rabbi Yankov said he could have been a, a Rav in Europe, different Gersois. Hezichr said that part, that he could have been a Rav in Europe. This was, Rabbi Yankov was upset that he was in Cleveland. He said, come to New York. You'll be mamish from the greatest Paiskim, the biggest Paiskim, and the level of Ramosha Bik. That's what he said. The Panovich Arav came to Detroit in the 50s, maybe early 60s, and, and he was so impressed with Rav Grumer, he wanted to bring him back to Bnei Brak to be the Rav of Bnei Brak. Rav Grumer's mother was still alive. She, he didn't want to leave her. He was a young man, 30-some years old. He was Meshich Melamayla. And yet, and here, the Rabbanim, half his, half his age, my, myself included, and for sure, another Rabbanim younger than me, and some older, and, 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 uh, and uh, he was, and for sure knew a percentage of what he, he knows and knew, and, uh, and yet at the same time, there's a chashivas, a chashivas for Torah, for the Torah that's going on, for the Rabbanim that are going on. This is, he, he came to show it. It, to him, it wasn't even hearing Dvarim Shutim, was talking about not hearing at all. And yet he came and he sat there. Why? Because he wanted to show Hashivas for it. But let's take it a step further. Let's take it a step further. Let's look at how he feared in Shemr Shabbos. So in Shemr Shabbos, we know, for those who don't know, I'll tell you, that the Rav only, according to the Constitution of Shemr Shabbos, the Rav only has to speak on Shabbos Mavarchim, Shabbos Hagadol, and Shabbos Shuva. That's it. Now it doesn't speak every Shabbos. It doesn't speak every Shabbos. And for many, many years, there was no drush every Shabbos. Shabbos Mavarchim, the Rav spoke. When I was a kid, that's how it was. That's how we. That's how it was. Shabbos Hagadol, Shabbos Shuva, maybe Yantif, I remember every time. Shalashudis also, the Rav had to speak. I remember when I was a kid, the Rav, the Shalashudis drushes were in Yiddish. I think I remember in Shul still being in Yiddish also. Eventually, people don't understand Yiddish anymore, so they changed it to, 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 uh, to English. In, 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 in the Shul's constitution, it says the Rav has to speak the Mamaloshan. When they wrote it, it actually meant Hungarian. Then it changed over to Yiddish, and eventually, supposedly, Rav David Lippens asked Rav Gifter, and Rav Gifter said Mamaloshan at that time could mean English as well if you're going to the strict uh, reading of the, of the Shemr Shabbos constitution. Um, which was written in Yiddish, by the way, as well, it has been translated uh, since then. So he only speaks then. So what happened? So what happened was like this. What happened was eventually, um, when they started being more makbid on Zman Kriyashma, it used to be they, they started 9.15, they didn't make Zman Kriyashma, so they would start earlier to be makbid on those early Shabbosas, 
and davening was ending pretty quick. So Mamela, they decided that maybe somebody should speak before Kriya Satira. The Rav speaks before Musaf Shabbos Mavarchim. That's his spot. For five minutes they'll have a Dvartira. It was not the style. Now every yeshivish place, every every place, there's even if there's no, a Rav doesn't give a drasha, he speaks for five minutes. Uh, someone speaks. It's a not normal thing now. It wasn't like that. It wasn't like that. So they got they the five for five minutes before Kriya Satira. They had in the beginning Rabbi Margaretin and, and Rabbi Neustadt. And, and Rabbi Gerson, and when I moved to Cleveland, uh, so I joined that rotation, and my, Rabbi Shasan and Shine was part of it as well, and finished. So you had other people speaking, and Yontif time, you had all different people speaking. If you would watch Rav Groomer, and he would just, he would listen intently. He would, he would, he would lean forward, because that's where his seat was compared to the Amud, and he would listen intently to what was being said. And in later years, this is already after my days, in later years when he got hard of hearing, so they tell me that he would actually get up off the Mizuchvant and come to the seat right in front of the Amud so he'd be able to hear the person speaking. Able to hear the person speaking. Now we're talking about Chashavet, Chachamim, Rabbanim, Yungalite, whoever it is. But for Rav, his age, 85, 87 years old, to get up out of his seat off the Mizuchvant, to come sit, to hear a 40-year-old, a 45-year-old, a 50-year-old, whatever age you want to see, say, to hear him say, a Dvartaira, a Dvartaira, and remember the Rav, the Rav knew the Svarim, he knew, he knew, he knew all the Chumash Taira, he, he knew Haznaim Taira was a, he was a big fan of, and all different, all different, the, the Darshanim and the Drushes, Ksav Seifer, the thing, anytime there was a, a Pasuk, uh, one of the, the types of Darshanim, they have a Pasuk and a Medrash, and says a Pshat, that was right up his alley, he, he knew it all, and here he's going to come and sit and hear what we would, what the Marshal would call Dvarim Pshutim, for him it would be Dvarim Pshutim, and yet, and yet, like the Marsha says, he came and he sat there. And he would come and listen. Like they said at the at the Levaya, Friday night Shurim used to come and hear people speak, try to go out in the cold. He, he would come and hear Chaburas in the Kailal. He would come and hear, if he hears a, a Rav is coming, he'll come to the Shir. And he'll sit there through the whole thing. He'll sit there through the Shir. A few times, my own Shurim in the Kailal, he came and he came and listened to. I felt Mavuza Pasha that he should come and, and, and sit and sit at my Shir. Sit at my Shir. I'm going to say Chidushim in, in Hilchas Erevin that he hasn't heard before of. And, and even if he, if he didn't hear of it, so then probably it's wrong what I'm saying. And, 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 and he should come and listen. But Imamish had this this Chaviva Satayra, this Chaviva Satayra, that he wanted to hear any bit of Taira, it was Chas V'shalom, not Einay Tzairah, Say B'shal Taira Shchavayra. Otherwise, was with an eye in Taiva. There was a Chavivus for Taira itself. The more Taira there is in the world, the more it's Nisraba. And the more it's Nisraba, I am Zichr, that it was Niskayim in him, this Marsha. That when he sat at a drasha and he heard someone say over a Pashat that in his mind the Rabbi Nishal Mamish gave him with whatever chidushim of Taira that he got that were downloaded into his brain when he would hear when he would hear that and the simcha you would see sometimes a person would give a drasha I would give sometimes once in a while a gishmaka drasha from a revda maybe a yontif time and he would come over to me with such a smile and he would say your mamish made my simchas yontif. And Itaka was. It was his Simchas Yantif. It's hard for me to understand because I'm not in that Madrega of being able to. But a person has to work on themselves. A Tamachacham is speaking, a, any person is speaking Tyra somewhere. Person, learn from the Rav. Sit there. He could have taken out a Gemara. He could have ta- listened with half an ear. Sometimes people do that. That's the, but with some derech arena b'yeshalikim, you mamish have this marshal saying a merdikaskula. If a person shows chashivus and covet for Torah, even when he thinks he's not gaining zokta marsha, he will have siyata dishmaya niflo al derech habal letayer mesayinaisai. It's a fascinating peladika marsha. But it's a Meridika school of this Marsha. Show Chavivus HaTayra, Chashivus HaTayra. That's what the Yemei HaSfira are all about. That's why it's necessary to work on ourselves, to become Kalim for, Kalim for Kabbalah HaTayra. Kalim, like they said by the, 
by the by the Levaya also of a new Chidusha. I remember then when they said a new Chalak of Chidusha Rib Shlema came out, he was chalishing for it. I remember when that happened, he was so excited, and then a third Chalak came out, he was mamish excited, and and it was just he he was just yearning for for more Taira, connecting to more Taira and to more Taira. Any new Svarim that came out, even Likud Svarim and new Halachas of Svarim. He, he knew it all. He could have wrote these likut, likutim. He could have wrote these svarim. And yet, and yet, to him, more taira and more taira. There was just this thirst. Why? Because he had such an ayin taiva for everyone. But more than that, the ayin taiva was for the ruchnias and the chashivas for taira. Is it no wonder then that a person like that was able to learn so much taira? Is it no wonder that a person like that? knew so much. He had such a bikiyas in Chuvas Svarim. I remember once I had a I once had a Shaila Arab Shabbos. It was like yeah, I think using an electric blanket. Ah, I don't remember exact Shilas many, many years ago. And um so I called him up Mamas right before Shabbos. There were two parts to the Shaila. I think there was the Hilchas Rifua part of it and the Hilchas Shabbos part of it. And um and a kid sir he told me whatever the Psak was. I don't remember what it was. And then I think yeah, so he told me, I'm sorry, he told me that he thinks Ramosha has a chuva about it and he thinks it's okay. So fine. So that night by Mariv, I went and looked up Ramosha's chuva because there was a Mafteach. It was a very long chuva, a very long chuva. So afterwards I said Gachabas to him. So he says, No, so you looked up the chuva in Ramosha. So I said, you know, it's a very long chuva. And he looked at me like incredulously and he says when else do you go through the long chuvas except when you're young? That's the time you go through the long chuvas. I mamish felt stupid. I felt like, you know, here I said, it's such a long chuva, you know, hey, when I get older, I'll learn it. And he was saying this. So I, I like backtracked a bit. I said, no, no, what I meant was, it's too long to go through during davening. Too long to go through during davening. But... But this is, this is, this is, it's, it's no wonder when a person has such an eye in taiva for other people's taira and for other people's success and shows the chashivas for tamidi chachamim way below his stature. A chashivas, why? Because the Maisa, they're saying taira and they learn taira. What's the difference? It doesn't have to be me, let it be someone else. It makes no difference. Taira is taira. Is it no wonder that taira rests in such a person? The taira just flows into him. And I'm not saying it came easy. He was an amal taira, a yagea taira. He stayed up very late at night. He, 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 he liked late minyanim in the morning. That's why he, he liked when, when Shul made an 8 o'clock minyan and when they made a 9.15 minyanim. And he used to say, he used to tell me, he used to say, some people are early people. I stay up very late learning. So Mamela, I like to daven a little later as well. He used to, some leilas giyamim. He, he, he really spent a lot of time learning. Rabbi Weimer says over, many years ago, when he was still was in New York, he once walked into his house and Rabbi Weimer said, Epis, you know, he told Rabbi Weimer he was up a whole night learning through a sugya, trying to find a heter for a, worm, for a woman. Trying to find a certain heter. So, you know, that's this 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 was it. And and, and the rabbits in Tibaldamchaim Lachaim like was shocked, like you stay up a whole night trying to find a hatter, so it's usher, it's usher. So she she said she said you stay a whole night trying to find a hatter for someone? So he looked at her and he said, and this became a classic line, and he said, Rachel, this is the business. This is my business. Business is a rav is trying to make sure that things are mutter, and he had such a kayach de hatera of 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 trying to be matter things. Even the archashulchan, which he knew by heart, sifkatan mamish to the sifkatan. Archashulchan has kulas and kulas. There's one place in Elchasnida the archashulchan shtikol machmer, and the, the rav was. Very makel and maris and these types of things, and he had and he had a messiah for it. And he told me, he told me, no, I know the Arach is machmer here, but afiluachi, afiluachi, I'm going to be makel. He he had this kach datera for other people, not for himself. Himself, he was a very big machmer. But going back to the chashivas datera, he was an amal. He was an amal batera. He was like the Talmud by Rabbi Yana. He was makshe. He was seiser. He learned up so much. 
but it's no wonder that he was downloaded into his brain through that Amelus and that Hashivas Atayra. He never had Bittal Taira. There was no Bittal Taira. Adarabba. He used his time. He used his time with such chashivas. And if you ever watched him learn Shavuos night, he would be in the show learning. He just sat there with the Gemara. He almost, uh, maybe at home he learned out loud. But in, in Shul he just learned, you know, looking at it, his mouth moving. But Mamish is like reading the Gemara and just sat by himself for hours and hours and hours. And that was it. And that's, th- this is how he learned his entire life. Why? Because he had such a love for Tyra. And a chashivas for Taira. And a chavivas for Taira. More Taira and more Taira and more Taira. And when a person like that becomes a keli, a receptacle for Taira, that's how a person becomes Taka, such a great gadol, such a great gain. And again, we'll never know what he really knew. Very hard to, what's it called? He, very hard to, to, to get anything out of him. But, but there was a, I remember when there was a Maisu, when they were building the Mikvan Taylor Road, there was a certain... Uh, they wanted to, my father was in, was building it then. He was the guy in, person in charge, and he wanted to use a certain thing to seal the mikveh. And Reb Ziv Rothschild, Zechariah Levrach, who was just nifter in Lakewood about a month or so ago from from COVID, he was the one who was like the engineer on top of building the mikveh. He came here for the point of the virus, and he said, "There's a chuvas ranach, I think it was." He says, "According to that chuva, this this thing might not be good for the mikveh. I don't think your rav is going to allow it." Allow it. So when my father went back to Rav Grumer, he said, you know, the Ziv, I want to use this thing. And Ziv said about the Chuvas Ranach, without blinking an eye, he says, that's not what the Ranach means. I think it was the Ranach, Ralbach. I don't remember, it was one of, very not common Chuvas Zafer. He says, it's not what he means. I'll look it up again when I get, it ho- get home, but it's not what he means. It, w- it was pushed on his fingertips. Chuvas on his fingertips. He knew Kabbalah too. He once, he once, the once Derech of the Rebbetzin was telling him about a certain Rebbe who taught him Kabbalah. I think it was even before he was married. He got married a little late, I think at the age of 30. But And, and I remember once he, he made a request, he asked Rebbe Gerson during Elul to bring him episode Tikkun Zayar. He wants to go through it before the Yom Neiraim. He had a, who would have ever dreamt? Who would have ever dreamt? He comes and he sits and he sits down and he sits and then people speak at a simcha and he looks intently and he listens intently. It's all part of the Hashiva Satera. It's about this Marsha. It's this school of the Marsha. And there's so many things we can learn from him from him, but the one of the this quality of what really made a person a kli that's royal kabbalah satira the ayin taiva of taira the chavivus the love of any bit of taira that's something that we could try to emulate especially in the zmana sphira and i apologize if i've gone there's my own uh, alarm to daven the 915 my riv so i apologize if we went a little bit longer but we should talk about that if we chapan, his milas are here. It's well known. The Rebbe of Yenis and Ivish it says, A tzaddik is nifter. The milas are up for grabs. Chap them around. We could look at any mila that talks to you. A mila of the Rav. Take that mila. Try to implement it a little bit. We should be zeichet to have a siyata dishmaya. That we should have a chaviva satayra. A chashiva satayra. And with that, we should have a siyata dishmaya. The tayra should be willing and wanting to become a part of us. And Bez Hashem will come to the Yom of Kabbalah Satayra. Habo aleinu l'tayva Bez Hashem soon. And we zeicha Bez Hashem. That will come to Tchias HaMesim soon with the coming of Mashiach. Vimheira v'yameinu. Amen. Have a wonderful evening.